Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40. We're so excited to have you with us again. And this week, we are going to be discussing physical well-being as a part of these series on well-being that we've been doing over the last several weeks. And so the ability to maintain physical well-being allows us to get the most out of our daily activities without undue fatigue or physical stress. Some of these things that we will be uh, talking about today will be what contributes to this well-being that we're referring to. And some of the things that you might think of right away and that we can probably agree on are things like being physically active, eating well, getting regular sleep, some hydration of some sort in your body. And uh, with that in mind, keeping alcohol probably to a minimum <laughs> or at least used in moderation. And so with that, I would like to welcome Norma. I'm so excited that we get to do this podcast together again this week. Yes. Hi, Kerry. And hi, everyone. Excited for this topic. I I think as a woman, we all know how our physical bodies and our physical well-being is such a big part of our lives. So we have some interesting things to share with you today. Yeah. I wonder, Norma, is is the physical well-being a, a topic that you enjoy discussing is it is it one of your favorite go-to sort of conversations or is this one that that you kind of try to avoid I think I have spent so much time over my lifetime um, thinking about my physical body and my physical health that and reading about it because it's always been fascinating to me I think just as women we have always been our physical bodies and our physical wellness is so important to us. And I think now, even later in life, it's it's like I'm seeing my physical wellness so different than what I used to. And it's so interesting to see also how my physical wellness, how I did it in my 20s and 30s and how I'm doing it so differently now. I just think in my 20s and 30s, wellness was spending hours in the gym and doing activities that once was quite hard and didn't always bring me joy. And it was maybe trying diets and certain ways of eating, which was prescribed by the world. And now, now that I know myself so much better, I've taken so much time to understand myself and I've got so much more life experience and it's almost like I go inwards to find the answers instead of what the world is telling me. I must say I enjoy my the, the physical wellness so much now, even with spending maybe 40 minutes exercising, which I thought, you know, as a, as a youngster, you know, I, I might as well not not train if I want to do a 40 minute um, session. Whereas now I feel this is this is what I'm 
this is a priority for me right now. I want to spend time on wellness, but I also don't want to overdo it. And thinking of how my eating habits has changed and thinking how looking after my body has changed. So I think it's interesting. It's always been an, uh, what can I say, an area of focus for me. I love reading about it. I love listening to it. I love, you know, just uh, hearing new research and what research tells us. But I think getting older, it becomes easier. And I think it, it comes with that acceptance about my, my body. I want it to be an asset to me. I want it to support my lifestyle. I don't want it necessarily to look a certain way. I've also seen that I've changed the way I dress. And that makes me feel good. I'm not necessarily size two or four. But as I go, get older, it's important for me to feel comfortable and feel comfort above maybe what the latest trends are. Yeah, I think for me, I used to think that physical well-being was equal skinny. And that's probably one of the biggest things that has changed for me. And so that has really changed the perspective on how do I want to take care of my body? And how do I mm -hmm. want to appreciate my body? I think I really didn't appreciate my body for what it was. And for how amazing it is. And I really just wanted to control all the aspects of it, right? At least what it looked like. And, and I even wanted to control how it responded to certain things. I thought if it didn't do what I thought it should do, it was doing it wrong. And so I would kind of punish almost my physical being instead of really enjoying uh, my body. And I was thinking about it this morning before we got together about how when I was a kid, and we would play and we would run. And I remember just wanting to run as fast as I could. And I just enjoyed the feeling in my body of that sort of like the burning lungs and the, you know what I mean? Like even maybe some tears coming, streaking out of the corners of your eyes and just pushing your body as fast as you could, feeling all those muscles and just realizing what an amazing body I had, you know? And I thought, wow, that's too bad that I kind of lost that along the way and really did take in... I don't know whose perspective it was. It probably was kind of marketed that that you needed to be a certain way and that usually was quite thin or very, very, very skinny, you know. And I don't know. I'm just so grateful that I've gone through that phase and, and now I just want to take care of myself and and love myself in a way that, you know, provides the best care for my body, but it isn't the only thing I think about anymore either. I mean, I was so preoccupied with really being unhealthy physically to, to achieve a certain look. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a nice place in life to be <laughs> at this point. I, I also think that women are, are moving from being very focused on how they look to I think embracing their like individuality and their uniqueness. And I actually love that because I think once we get to know ourselves and once we are emotionally well and mentally well, we take the time to get to know ourselves and we really see all of the greatness really inside of us, then we're going to see our body so different. And I think I really see women moving towards looking after their bodies or, or seeing or perceiving their bodies differently than maybe a decade ago or so. I think what I'm trying to say is that 
if we are emotionally well and mentally well, then we will look at our bodies differently because at the end of the day, it's also just like, like we keep talking about on the show. It's, it's just a circumstance. If we weigh a number that is maybe 10 times more than we, we want to weigh, it's just a number at the end of the day. And what is really important is what we, how we feel about ourselves and how we perceive that, whatever that number is on the scale, it doesn't have to make us feel like maybe we're not enough. We're not valued all of those things i think coming back to like finding our identity finding self-worth in who we are accepting who we are and then naturally we would start accepting and loving our bodies and obviously if we love our bodies then we're going to be taking so much better care of ourselves so i think even before we get to physical health we need that aspect of emotional and and mental health um, along with what you're saying, I think there's this understanding that when we are physically well and we're active, actually moving our bodies in a way that is helpful to us is also something that can bring some clarity for us in our minds as well as in our emotions. We can sort of process our emotions perhaps and process our thoughts. And that often comes for people so much more easily as we're as we're actually physically moving some people find that that is incredibly helpful for them and so I think being able to to get up and to move about in a way that is both productive and even for relaxation and for just pure enjoyment rather than being driven again by some kind of of scale you know measurement that we're looking for can really attribute to an overall healthiness, both for our, our mental, emotional, and physical. Yes, I think it's so important to look at all the aspects that we've covered today and the previous episodes. It's like all of these well-beings really support each other, that we want to have emotional and, and mental well-being to support our physical well-being, but we also want physical well-being in order to support the the other two. So I think for me, it's it's always thinking that if I can't even get myself out of bed, I'm not even going to worry about my physical health. So, but the other way around as well, if I want to be mentally clear and I want to be in a in a good state, have a good attitude, then I want to make sure that my physical body is looked after because a whole lot of things that we eat and drink has an impact on how we feel. And I think for instance, in my younger, younger years, having late nights and being feeling hydrated the next morning, that really isn't the best thing for, for us mentally, because we have brain fog, we feel like low energy. And we have to keep in mind as we maybe are 40 and beyond that actual things we put inside our body does impact our emotional and and mental health as well or mental well-being so we can't get away from looking after ourselves physically but also we can't get away to to spend time on our mental and emotional well-being because those have an impact and sort of it has this like direct effect but it also it like it's it's almost like this triangle that moves in all the directions. We need all of those things to be healthy and 
we need to have that wellness in all of those areas to, at the end, support the entire system. I was thinking to imagine that there is this one key way of doing things as far as our physical wellness is probably misleading as well. I think as we've matured our bodies, each of us have different things that maybe we are hereditarily, you know, predisposed to as well as maybe things that we've brought on ourselves with, you know, things that maybe we've done in our younger years and what have you. And so just to understand that just because a certain way of eating is coming through and being paid a lot of attention to just to notice that you you may do well with that kind of an eating plan or that kind of an exercise plan or this sleep schedule or whatever, but just to notice that we are not just all the same all the time. And even if physically, mm-hmm. you know, even though we're all human beings, we still have some different sort of rhythms within our bodies and things that we're going to be working with. Maybe we're on certain medications and that sort of thing. And so to not be disappointed when we can't just go along with whatever the magazines or the internet's latest trend is and just be willing to make adaptations to that program so that you are finding what works best for you. And I'll promise you almost as soon as you figure out what that routine is and what that magic bullet is, your body's going to change a little bit and you're going to find that you're now on a new quest of saying, okay, that worked, you know, maybe for those five years or that decade, but now I'm noticing something about my body again that has changed and so I think it is an ever sort of moving target and that we can go ahead and pursue those things but not to maybe become overwhelmed or frustrated when things do change just accepting that this is a part of of life this is a part of getting older and and we are all getting older it's either that or or we're done. So I think being willing to keep changing with the the times, you know, being relevant to where we are in our lives right now is really a really important aspect. I agree. I think what worked for even in my in my own life, what worked for me maybe two or three years ago isn't working for me right now. And I think um, as you've said so beautifully is that we have to adopt and or adapt and and change and and try try new things and i think if we just keep it give it enough time for it to work then we'll find whatever works for us in a certain phase of our life and i think that that is again where the emotional and and mental health or mental well-being comes into play is that we that's where our internal work actually lies is to not see instant results, but but sort of work towards that longer term goal, and and I think it it's again a growing opportunity for us to try something, even if it's hard, even if we don't feel like it, even if we don't see immediate results, because if we're going to stick with one thing long enough, we're going to see the results. So see whatever maybe physical challenge you have right now, maybe losing weight or trying something different it's just stick to it long enough and and use it as an opportunity to grow because at the end of the day in every single area that we grow and that we really challenge ourselves we committed to something and we succeed we can take that as a recipe 
and go and try it in other areas of our lives as well. So it's always a win-win situation. So let me just wrap up by saying that our physical health in combination with emotional and mental health can lead to overall well-being. Because if we start from the inside out, we firstly become aware of what we think and believe about ourselves and the world around us. And then that leads us to this positive attitude, feeling good about ourselves and accepting and loving ourselves first. And then naturally, we would be making so much better choices in terms of what we put into our body, the amount of exercise we get from that place where we're feeling good, where we love ourselves and accept our bodies just the way it is. So it was great spending some time with you again today. We're looking forward to next episode. Kerry, have a good week and everyone listening. Thank you for being here. We will be back shortly. Thanks everyone. Bye. And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of a fold and fabulous over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.